So I'm the last one. Um, so everything I was going to say has been said. Um, and I think we've had some amazing speakers, inspirational speakers tonight, and um, loads to learn, and I think lots of truth. In, uh, and, and I think ultimately, whether it's nutrition or philosophy or whatever, it, it's very individualized what is going to work for you. Um, uh, um, but there's other stuff going on, right? So um, you guys are here and you're curious, so you're not the problem. Um, and um, data will get better in the years to come, making sense of it, um, health, lifestyles, how we die, how we live. Um, great, brilliant, about time. Nutrition um, is becoming more and more important and is being entrenched in the hearts of businesses so they're not making stupid, stupid mistakes unless they intend to. Um, so that's all great. And, and, and I think you've got a great picture of what's going on, right? It's not great. Um, and probably a lot of us have got kids. And, um, and in our lifetimes, um, some quite dear things to us in our lovely little country are going to fall apart. And one of the sort of founding pillars of Britain is the NHS. Okay? So I don't need to go into the costs. You know, um, the biggest industry in the world is the food industry. The biggest employer in the world is farming. Right? We've heard that obesity costs more than any conflict on the planet, any gun crime. And it is a war, but it's just not dramatic, sadly. If it was dramatic, we'd all be all right, and, and this, if our news would be filled with these stories. So the problem is um, that a lot of people don't have tables in their homes. And I've bought a lot of tables for a lot of random strangers. Um, when we did Ministry of Food, um, eight years ago in Rotherham, which was the equivalent of Huntington, West Virginia, which was the most unhealthy town in the world, um, based on how people died and how early they died. Um, there weren't a lot of tables. When I changed the food in one school, and later to be 36 schools in Huntington, West Virginia, um, the lunch cooks pretty much ganged up on me. Not nice, not in a nice way. Um, because, A, it was fucking disgraceful that we were bringing fresh meat into the county <laughs> the first time in 18 years. B, if you work the system in America, you get pretty much all of it for free unless it's processed and you pay 10%. I don't want it processed, so I didn't want to pay 10%. I wanted to feed the kids right. So you can't do that. Yes, I can. You can't. Yes, you can. And then um, the most controversial bit there, which I think is a metaphor, again, for the table, right, and the problem with the table, is um, it was absolutely outrageous that I dare to bring a knife and fork into schools to give to children. How dare I give a knife to a child? And I'm like, well... And, and I think, look, it's... it's um, I love people. I grew up in a pub. Um, the pub is one of the most democratic places on earth. Everyone's welcome. And I grew up 
with best friends that were gypsies, uh, that were cockneys, that were farmers. You know, I, I served old age pensioners and like a proper British pub is a beautiful thing. And I often feel sad when certain countries don't have them because they're great. Um, but I was, when you're a foreigner in another country sort of processing the norm, um, it's a real gift sometimes. It's a gift to be a foreigner and observe and, and love and appreciate and admire and, and pick up skills and technique. And you don't need a language to cook. You just watch and you smile and you'll get fed and you'll learn. Um, but, um, you know, my reply was, every single kid in Britain has a knife and fork in primary schools. And that's normal. <gasps> You would do that? I said, not just Britain, every country in Europe, girls. <laughs> this is normal. Well, we've only got a spork. <laughs> Adrian, do you know what a spork is? <laughs> it's fucking unbelievable. <laughs> um, so, look, they're, they're, it, I, 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 I'm, I'm the end speaker. Everything's been said, right? And then we're all going to go home. And, and the, f the fact that you've even turned up means you're already an activist. You already care. You're already bothered, right? So you're convinced. So the question is, you've already got your own knowledge and what you've heard tonight. Um, so then what do you do with it? And there isn't a perfect storm. You know, um, you, know you wish that what one would consider normal, you know, even, even the marmalade and, and, and on toast, I totally agree, you know. Marmalade's honest. Marmalade is honest sugar. A bar of chocolate is honest sugar. We never ate that thinking that it was like highly nutritional. It was just a joy and a pleasure. And this is a part of nutrition that can't be measured, but, you know, for sanity and the love of, and the love of food. And everything that Adrian said is so true. But that's not the problem. The problem is, is you know, it's, it's infiltrated everything from breakfast all the way through. You know, I mean, look, proportions of cake and chocolate, yes, but it's honest sugar, guys. So what do we do? There ain't a right way to do anything. So do we do bugger all? Do we do nothing? Uh, it's a tough one. It's a really, really tough one. Now, I know what I'd do if I was in charge. You know, and I, 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 I only would do it as if I was treating other people's kids like my own. And I think, honestly, truly, if Britain... Britain is positioned um, to measure, do, be already entrenched in best of practice globally. Okay? Um, so, po politics aside... You know, Mr. Cameron has an opportunity with five years ahead of his service to change um, sort of environment. And this is a big subject. And actually, the reality is, is if everyone does a bit, we can skew things in a better place. Right? But we're really, really, really messed up. Like, you know, you have a good old nice conversation. We're really messed up. Like, we've got the worst breastfeeding in the world. That's the data I got today. And, I, and, and, and I've been begged to make a documentary about this for years. And I'm like, I ain't getting anywhere near girls and boobs and all that stuff. <laughs> and 
The girls are going, no, 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 no. It's time the men got involved. It's, it's, it, it all starts there. And um, we drink less water than anyone in Europe. This is primal, basic stuff, foundational, before we even get to the marmalade and the table. And we're the worst of practice in this beautiful country that we live in. So the thing is, nothing that I can propose would be rational. Um, we're not in a time of rational. And also, you know, I'm sure you all work very hard and you want to enjoy food. I'm sure you all cook pretty damn well. Um, and um, life's busy, right? Being a busy modern day set of parents is juggly and tough. Kids are bastards. And, <laughs> you know, it's, it's hard, right? And the modern world has changed a lot. So, you know, wanting to interrupt one's nice life in this beautiful country is a tough one. Um, now, we know that, we know, we know all the cleverest people on the planet have modelled where we go if nothing happens. Um, so, what is going to happen? So, probably in the next three weeks, Mr Cameron's going to come out with the childhood obesity strategy. Okay? And this is an opportunity, in my opinion, where he can be a parent, not a politician, and where he can be strong and grab this problem in its logical fashion by the bulls, right? And change normality in just how the cogs of business and how we give permissions and how civic life is designed and, and, and how we treat kids at school 190 days of the year from the age of 4 to 18. Like, we can just change it. It's not about being um, communist. It's about desperation. So my worry is it's all going to be very beige and sugary and limp, dare I say flaccid, Adrian. Um, and I don't think you deserve that. I don't think the kids deserve that. And um, I don't think doing the right thing has to stop us, you know, having our cake and eating it. But things have to change. Um, so, kind of that's it, really. I mean, I think... Um, I think, like, as far as what can we do is concerned, I mean... I've probably got a slide somewhere which has got a website, you know, hashtag food revolution or something. Probably that will come up. Um, when we started school dinners 11 years ago... <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, let's go to the next slide, I think it's a sort of... No, the next one. So, look, I mean, look, I've, many NGOs that care and that have specialist uh, uh, um, skills in health have done very robust plans. Mr. Just so you know, Mr. Cameron has all the information about clever things that work, okay? I've done my own version, cherry-picking the best I can find in the world. This is a tiny part of pretty much a 50-point plan that I've given to him. The question is, what's it, not what's on the shelf. Everything's on the shelf. What's going in the basket? So, I hate tax, as you do. I don't like the idea of it. 
But what pisses me off more than seven pence on a, than a can of Coke is the single largest source of sugar in our kids' diets and our teenagers is sugary sweetened drinks. There is a sugary version and a non-sugary version. So there's a commercial unbias, um, and I want a billion quid because I know there's 24,000 primary schools that don't have the cash to be able to fund the regulation that now is law, that every child will be taught how to grow and cook in primary school. The teachers don't see the cash. 20 grand in every primary school in Britain means a big deal, and 500 million going into proactive um, stuff, um, specifically for obesity, type 2 diabetes, amazing. Um, you know, we need to get the traffic light. This needs to be law, not, not you know, it's not, this whole bullshit about self-regulation you know, self and personal responsibility. We need to have the basics. If I can fast forward to another one, which was just the, the bottle, and I'll, and I'll wind up in like a minute or something. But this is, this is the, the, we've heard a lot about, you know, in industry, right? But it's about honesty, okay? I don't want sort of like holier-than-thou food, whatever that is, because great food is just real food, right? Um, um, right? It's about honesty. So I'll put this up on Facebook. Um, so look, Ribena, okay? So uh, me and Buddy, my son, who's five, we stuck... Um, you know, that 13 tea teaspoons, right? We stuck that on, so it's, it's baby language. So this bottle here um, tells you that there's 25 grams of sugar, which is 28% of what you're supposed to have. But what it doesn't tell you is it's for 550 mil, and it's a, it's a 250 mil bottle, and it's a 500 mil bottle, so it's 50% out of whack. But then it's a kid's drink, and it's for an, an adult's reference intake, so it's another 50% out of whack, right? right? Now, when I put this on Facebook, right, I just put teaspoons, Globally, that got 10, over 10 million eyeballs in three days. Everyone agreed. Now, look, I, I'm not saying you should all agree in the sugar tax. It's, it's a bloody daft idea, and what a ridiculous... It's really about, you know, it's a daft idea, but a brilliant idea. But, you know, however you want to look at it, the conversation and the debate there from it is really powerful. But this really upsets me because everyone agrees it's the right thing to do, mums and dads across Europe. Now I have to go to Europe to make this happen. Cameron won't do this can't do this. So if we go back to the last slide, here's the thing, right? We're not after like this super thing as far as that. We want fairness and equal playing field. Um, so just to throw a couple of things that's in there, look, advertising, um, junk food, online, offline, it's a big deal. That's in there. Um, you know, making sure that we continue the great work in giving our kids access to breakfast and lunch. Um, in our schools who have shifted the bar immensely across the country. And, you know, the measurement scheme, you know, then, you know, we need to know what the problem is, otherwise we can't react to it locally and in every single school. But look, the thing that I've given them is like 50 deep. The question is, what are we going to do about it? So all I would say is keep your ears close to the ground. Please lend a support. If it starts getting leery, it will. Um, and... Um, Things have got to change, really. And, and, and I don't think I've got anywhere close on this one like we did on school dinners. School dinners was quite visceral. It's like, that's my kid, right? And they deserve better. Prisoners are getting better. Um, you know, 11 years ago, there were no standards for kids' food in schools, and, and there was for dog food. You know, they're incredible standards. And actual amazing standards for dog food. So... <laughs> 
Um, by law. So I've kind of done a hodgepodge here, guys, because these guys have done such an amazing job. But the problem is when you're looking at 65 million people or if you're looking at population studies or the globe, um, there is no perfect answer. So it's a little bit of everything. Um, and it's about making the good stuff easier to get hold of and the bad stuff a little bit harder. Um, and education, although it might have ranked low, is just at the heart of it because I've never met a kid ever in my life in any country that when they've grown food, don't eat it. And um, that's a really important thing. So I think that's it. I haven't got a great one-liner to get out. <laughs> but it's been a pleasure to come here tonight and I shall hand back to the lovely Rosie, who I believe has got some questions for... No, you're all going to take questions. But thank you for <laughs> but having thank me. You.